Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that gives you an insight into the work being done by the councillors and staff of Fingal County Council to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott, I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. 1,500 years ago, St. Column Kill founded a monastic settlement on the banks of the Ward River, which has grown into the town we now know as Swords, which is the county town of Fingal and one of the biggest towns in Ireland. Because of its location, Swords has seen its population increase tenfold over the last 50 years, and that rate of growth is set to continue over the next few years, to such an extent that Swords has now been classified as an emerging city. In order to prepare for what is coming down the tracks, and I'm not just talking about the arrival of Metrolink, Fingal County Council's Planning and Strategic Infrastructure has just published its draft Sustainable Swords Strategy, which is out for public consultation until October the 18th. Two of the people involved in putting that document together are Senior Planner Roisin Burke and Senior Executive Engineer Linda Lally, and I'm delighted to welcome them to this episode of Inside Fingal. Roisin and Linda, it's good to see you. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks. Roisin, I've given a brief overview of why a planning strategy for swords is needed, but I'm sure there are a lot more reasons than just a massive growth in population. What are you trying to do here? Well, as you said yourself, Jerry, Swords has grown over the years and it's really resulted in the unique environment that we have there in the town. But one of the things that we felt was missing was that main street, that cohesive element, the centre of the town where people can gather, where people can hang out. And really, when we look at the main street as it is today, it's not fit for purpose for the existing population, much less the future population. So this strategy offers us an opportunity to redress that balance. We have the SCQ project coming on stream as well and that also affords us an opportunity to relook at the main street so the sustainable sword strategy while it has a number of themes and different projects one of the mains, well, main ones is the improvement of the main street and its transformation when we look at it at the minute it's really dominated by car parking and by vehicles and that's something we want to relook at so a lot of our proposals are about bringing the pedestrian and the cyclist to the fore and pushing that private vehicle down the priority list so that's our starting point for this strategy and i suppose linda you as a senior executive engineer that's why you're involved in this project as well so heavily i am yeah thanks jerry um i suppose i suppose i've been working closely with Roisin and the rest of the team on this and particularly my focus has been on transport and um, the work done on the strategies to date has been built on a a study that was done previously, the South Fingal Transport Study and that study really was looking to see how swords could be developed um, before Metro, that it would be ready for the extra population that would come along with that and businesses and um, all that other associated development. So in the, the, this South Fingal study identified that um, really in Swords, there's issues around connectivity and permeability. And in the strategy, we're trying to improve on that. And we're also trying to enable people to move around Swords in a more sustainable way, to give them alternative choices to the car. Um, I mean, the car is here to stay and will be into the future. But, you know, we want to be remove any barriers that are there at the moment in terms of using alternative sustainable ways of travel and I suppose have swords ready for bus connects that's coming and the metro Mm. further down the line. And and you you mentioned there the South Fingal transport strategy and I know when you did that study you found out a lot of interesting things that certainly raised your eyebrows. Yeah like that you know swords is sort of um, it's not 
geographically a very big town. You know, there's not large distances from one side to the other. There's a lot of residential development on the western side of Swords. On the eastern side, we have the more industrial technology parks. Um, and we've the metro coming on the R132. Bus connects will be coming down the main street. The study identified that there's quite a huge number of trips every day, very short trips being taken by the car. So it's to try and sort of facilitate or encourage or enable people to take alternative choices in terms of how they get around, that it's not all necessarily the car. Obviously, the car will be there for people who want to use it and need it. um, But that, you know, if you want to go and grab a bus or get on your bike, that the infrastructure in the future will be there for you to do that safely. And, and that's tying in with government policy because that's what government are trying to make us do, yeah. I think, with the whole promotion of active travel. Yeah, definitely. And in terms of climate change and the need to reduce emissions, particularly in the transport sector, yeah, that's I suppose that's one of the driving forces behind this. And we would have engaged with, for example, the NTA and put forward our proposals on this and got support from them around that. Before we start looking at the strategy itself, um, the document is sort of coming at the end of a, of a very long process, Roisin. Like, you just haven't produced the document. There's been no. a lot of work that's gone into it. <laughs> no, there's a bit of work in the background now. I suppose we first started this project in early 2021, and we did a round of consultation with members of the public, and we focused on the business community at that stage we ran a number of questionnaires and following that we were able to publish health checks and we also published what we called the emerging project themes so we were starting to build a picture of what was going on in the community what people felt worked well in sorts where they felt there was weaknesses and where there was opportunities to improve so we have had regard to all those submissions we ran a second round of consultation in October last year so alongside the consultation other work has been ongoing as well Linda spoke uh, bit about it there but work in terms of traffic modeling public realm assessment stuff that's a bit more technical but it gives us the evidence base that when we uh, publish these projects we have a degree of certainty that they're viable and they're implementable and they are something that we can achieve in a reasonable time frame for the citizens of swords so pulling all those things together the consultations the opinions and then that evidence base we have now published this draft strategy and we also later or in may the summer of 2021 went into the schools and got the opinions of the kids and that's something we found really telling and really interesting you know the children are so interested in walking and cycling to school and the parents have a fear not the kids so for us something that's coming out of this Uh, project and out of this strategy is to make that walking and cycling more convenient and safer for people to do because you know at the moment people have a fear of cycling for whatever reason and we want to ensure that kids parents and whoever can cycle safely so that's one of the main things coming out of the strategy. And, and we'll touch on that when we, as we go through this strategy. You've got five themes, and theme one is probably the biggest and, and most important one there, Swords Main Street and the transformation of Swords Main Street. Could you talk us through what you're, what you're hoping to do there? 
Yeah, that's the key thing, the transformation of the main street. So there's a number of different strands to this. We would like to create a new public space outside the old borough and the Garda station and then link that back to the public space that's going to be created as part of the Swords Cultural Quarter, which is down at Swords Castle on the top of North Street. So we're really going to create an attractive main street north to south as part of that, we're going to have bus lanes work in two ways and northbound car traffic only. So that's a big change from what we have at the moment. Also alongside that will be the removal of car parking spaces on the main street and rationalising of loading bays. And what we intend to do with the space that we're gaining is it have more street furniture, have more spaces for people to hang out, have a consistency of approach so that the main street looks better. At the moment, if you walk up and down the main street, it's a bit patchwork in terms of the materials, the railings, the seating and all that. And we want to have a consistency of approach that whenever you're on Swords Main Street, you know where you are. You know, we need to celebrate the unique identity of Swords and things like uh, this, things like the street furniture, the paving and that can really contribute to a real sense of place. So that's what we're hoping to achieve through the Main Street project. And I suppose, Linda, from your point of view, there's a lot of work to be done. Like, you know, Roshan spoke there about how you're going to change traffic movements and and various things like that. Yeah, and I suppose, yeah, it's come to light that 75% of the street is dominated by the car. So, you know, to make it a more welcome place and somewhere people want to hang out and, um, you know, whether it's Sunday markets or anything like that, um, we have to look at this domination of the main street and I suppose to give it back to really pedestrians. Having the Swords Cultural Quarter at at one end of the street and the castle and everything like that, does that work to your advantage? Absolutely. It's uh, you know, it's such a unique uh, the unique project in terms of the cultural quarter itself and then the castle. You know, when we take a picture and show a picture of Swords Castle, people know where we're at. So it's something we really want to hinge on, not just in the main street transformation, but in the other projects we talk about as well from the heritage. And I suppose it's important for people to realise we're developing this sustainable sword strategy alongside the other projects that the council are running in swords. So we talk about the swords cultural quarter. We're also about to launch a park development project for River Valley Park, and all these things are going to tie together to make to make that moving around swords, living in swords, and everything easier and more attractive, a more attractive place to be. So we're aware of the different council projects that are ongoing, and this sustainable sword strategy is a mechanism of tying them all together joining the dots as such yeah and and linda j- just occurred to me there you know you, you talk about taking the, the parked cars out of out of yes. the main street and that where are you going to put them well i suppose currently at the moment in, in swords there is there is quite a lot of parking and that has been looked at through the the strategy in 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 areas very close to the main street so of course we'll still enable disabled parking on the main street and we look at loading bays and bus stops all of that will I suppose come under closer scrutiny further down the road but um, yeah at the moment it would be that people would just park sort of close to the main street but not on the main street as it is at the moment Right, so just a little bit of walking. But a little bit yeah, of walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose that leads into the second theme because you, you're talking about reimagining the public realm, which for, for people who don't know what a public realm is, public space and, and that. And you have four projects underneath that particular team that are 
it's going to make that walk from the car park to the main street a little bit better. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, just to go back to the overall vision of this project, you know, it is regeneration and compact development with the town centre first. Town centre first is the national policy about bringing people back to towns and villages so more people are living in our towns. And that's part of it. So this theme too really complements the main street regeneration and it's really about reimagining that public realm. So we've highlighted a number of key local streets Church Road, Bridge Street, North Street and Seatown Road for particular improvements and again it's to prioritise the pedestrian and cyclist and public transport movements and then the laneways off Main Street, like we really feel they offer a real opportunity to bring life back to the town. We have a number of laneways and we're talking about what we've called the Livable Laneway Project where these all present an opportunity for accessible, convenient and nice places to live, to hang out, to be during the day and into the evening. So those projects are all under theme too. And, and also you're talking about um, improving the shop fronts and, and you know, um, I suppose piggybacking on existing schemes in, in order to spruce up the place. Absolutely. One of the key things that came out of the consultation is, you know, the need for a unique identity or something that kind of says, oh, we're in swords now. And the main street itself has in recent years fallen away. You know, with the development of the pavilions, the main street has become less important less important in terms of the retail offering. So things like shop front improvements will where where we will offer advice as to how to design a good shop front, what kind of colours, and hopefully build up a unique identity that says to someone, Oh, I'm in swords now and that's what we're seeking to achieve through these projects. And, and by revamping the main street, you're obviously going to attract, I suppose, new retail businesses into it. What, what type of businesses are you are you trying to attract? We're, I suppose we're trying to attract businesses that are willing to stay, businesses that are here for the long haul. Like Swords has a very good retail offering in the pavilion. It has a lot of high street stores, you know, Zara, Next, River Island, Dunn's, Pennies, etc. So now we need to get a get an offering that complements that and we feel that would be more smaller independent stores that they're not competing with the large high street stores because that's really at a different level but that they complement it so when people come to the pavilions for a day it's attractive for them to walk down the main street see the smaller units see the cafe see the places to hang out and then avail of the main street in that way. And just finally, the final project there, Project 5, is about Swords Smart Streets. Um, so that's, I suppose, bringing all the digital technology and, and into the street and using it to your advantage. Absolutely, and we would envisage this happening in a number of ways. So I think people already know in Swords we have the smart benches. So it's building on that where you can... Uh, Get, free, get Wi-Fi on the street, charge your phone and that. So it's building into all those smart innovations and then it'll also be signage, wayfinding signage that can change and uh, give real-time information. Theme three is uh, improving access, permeability and connectivity, which is very much your area, Linda. You have five projects um, under that particular theme. Do you want to take us through them and, and tell us what you're trying to achieve with them? Yeah, I suppose the first project here is the Sword Cycle Network and Really, I suppose the aim or the objective of that is to create a number of radial cycling uh, routes that are safe coming into the centre of Swords. And they're linking to other areas as well. So one of them, for example, might be towards the Malahide Road 
or down Chapel Lane, we're having a look at trying to connect with the R132 connectivity. There'll be a grade separated crossing at that location on the R132. So that would connect then on to the lands to the east of the R132. Um, Forest Road is another cycling infrastructure project we're having a look at. Brackenstown Road and also the Ratbale Road. I suppose to connect with the cycling infrastructure that was delivered with the Ratbale Road upgrade. And also some... Um, the second project there is the Greenway Network that would also complement the cycling network. And really, I suppose what we'd love to do is connect the two parks, you know. Mm. So we have the Ward River Park and, and the work that our colleagues and parks are doing on that up towards the broad Meadow Valley um, and future Greenway infrastructure that may be delivered there. Um, quiet ways and home zones. This is where, again, um, in, in, in locations that are suitable you sort of create streets where it's pretty obvious that the pedestrian and the cyclist have priority over the car and that they become almost self-reading and that, you know, speeds would be substantially lower than what they are at the moment. Safe routes to school, again, I suppose our colleagues in active travel have been doing a lot of work in this area and it's just really to continue with that, build on that. I mean, the the surveys that were undertaken with the schools that Roisin mentioned there earlier, it was really um, great to get that feedback from the kids and particularly around, you know, road crossings that they felt unsafe and that they were barriers to them walking and cycling to school. So that's something we're going to look at within this area as well. And I suppose try to create gateways, you know, in, in terms of on existing road infrastructure on your way into Swords that will become very clear that you're entering the centre of Swords a slower speed environment, an environment that's much more friendly to pedestrians and cyclists. And I suppose going back to what Roisin was saying about the main street as well, in that at the moment it's not a great place to try and cross the road. So that's something we really want to improve on as well. And then finally, the, the, the Swords Western Distributor Road is the, is the last project in, in um, Team 3. Yes. I suppose there's been a lot of talk about the Swords uh, Western Distributor Road yes, and that. Yeah. Wh- where is that at the moment or how soon well, will it be before I, I we see that? I think that's something that would be delivered in the future. Um, I, I think work will commence on it, but I think everything that we're trying to achieve in the strategy at the moment is not dependent on the delivery of the Swords Western Distributor Road. You know, we, we, we can sort of work on the Main Street transformation. Where the Swords Western Distributor Road will really, I suppose, come into play and will be a game changer, it's in terms of, I suppose, around the work we did in looking at other European cities and international case studies, where they created this ring road system. And then it sort of facilitated, you know, vehicular traffic to go into the city or town and come back out again, but not through it. And that would facilitate a much greater, I suppose, uptake then in sustainable transport, active travel modes. And would, with the Western Distributor Road and the R132 connectivity project, we would then have that ring road system around Swords that would enable us to do that. But again, I think that's some way down the line in yeah. the future. The, the, the fourth team, Roisin, is about protecting and promoting our heritage. Swords, we mentioned at the top of, the, uh, of, of this particular episode, it's over 1,500 years old uh, and that's so there is a lot of heritage and a lot of heritage in the centre of the town. 
Absolutely. And uh, in this strategy, we've highlighted a number of projects, and these projects really came from the consultation. So the first one we talk about is Sword Stories, and that's really to capture what the current residents, their stories of the town, you know, things that are really unique and would provide an immersive experience for anyone else to visit. We're conscious the Sorge Cultural Quarter will have an exhibition space within it, and that's something we would like to take advantage of. And then the second project is St Columbus Church uh, and Round Tower and possible Heritage Trail linking to those. As you mentioned, St Columba did f- founded a monastery in Swords, and his, you know, the name is... Uh, across many street names and building names and swords. So it's to harness that, harness the unique identity. I keep harping back to that, but I think it's so important that when we're bringing visitors into the town that they know where they're at. So it's to harness that unique identity, increase that tourism offering for the town and hopefully increase the tourism spend as well. And, and how will you deal with the tour? Like I've seen you know, people talking about the need for, for coach t- tour parking and and everything like that if you have a growth in tourists how are you going to handle the the extra traffic that that's going to bring well we have a number of options for that i suppose at the moment and the the strategy is proposing two-way traffic for buses so there definitely will be drop-off points available and then as part of the metrolink project a large park and ride is being provided for in lison hall and we may will try and take advantage of that as well as another way of dropping and then providing parking for people for the coaches outside the town so there's a number of opportunities and a number of options that we'll be examining as each project comes on stream and I suppose it's, a, it's probably a very good point to make at this stage, but this is not going to happen overnight. Um, these are, I think, short, yeah. medium and long-term projects. That's right, yeah. Julia. And it, it takes some time. And, you know, one of the last elements of the strategy is a delivery roadmap. So I suppose it's really important that people realise this strategy is a coordinating device. We're outlining 16 possible projects. We're asking the people for their opinion on these and subject to agreement through the consultation will then proceed with trying to implement these. So as I said, the plan does have a delivery roadmap. It has action plans. It shows whether we think these are longer term, medium term or short term projects and the partners we would be working with and trying to fulfil them. So we're really conscious this is step one. But equally, it's such an important uh, piece of work that people can see the coordinated vision for the town. And it, and it has to be a long-term vision. I think planners often get criticised for not thinking long-term and thinking down the road and thinking about different things that might happen. That's that's really what you're trying to do here is, is oh, the long-term absolutely. plan. It's absolutely long-term. And, you know, we're really lucky in Swords. The Metrolink's going to be coming on stream. It offers us such an opportunity, and we have time to plan for that, to put the uh, projects in place so that when it comes on, we're ready to go. So part of the new development plan, which will be adopted in early next year, talks about Swords as an emerging city, as you mentioned, and a key town. And it looks at how Swords will develop in terms of the uh, land use and transportation, whereas this now, this strategy is looking at the main street, it's looking at the public realm, it's looking at the spaces between the development. So this is our opportunity now to get organised and set up for this the next 20 years. 
The final theme is um, supporting and celebrating a sustainable community with, with three projects uh, underneath it. Um, do you want to talk us through those projects, Roisin? Yes, and I suppose again, you know, one of the things that came out of the consultation is the thriving community and the different groups and community groups that work so hard in Swords to make it such a nice place to live. And so the aim of this theme is to support that community and uh, support those community groups. So the projects we have selected is the community forest. There's a very active woodland Woodland Association in Swords, so it's to work with them. And different plans produced for Swords, we talk about this green necklace, which is linking all our town parks. And part of that, we would like to um, work with the Woodland Trust. And then they are trying to do is create a community forest, and we're happy to work with them and see how we can achieve that. The second project we talk about is the... Uh, sustainable community initiative which again is to see talk to the different community groups see how they are uh, helping make swords more sustainable and provide funding and advice for those groups and then the last one is that promotional and branding initiative which we spoke about earlier today when we talk about making swords a unique place to be having consistency of our signage of our of our furniture, our street furniture, and those things. So it's all everything is tied together. You, you mentioned community groups there. How, how much of an input has the community had uh, into the draft sustainable sword strategy? Yeah, well, we had the two rounds of consultation where a lot of individuals uh, put forward submissions and community groups. And then in the early stages, we did speak with different groups. So we have spoke to the Woodland Association, we've spoke to Tidy Towns, we've spoke to the Chamber of Commerce. And again, at this, this is the opportunity. If any groups want to bring anything in particular to us, we're always contactable and would be delighted to receive any submissions. And if somebody wants to look at the draft um, sustainable storage strategy, where can they get it? So it's obviously available on our website, fingal.ie forward slash sustainable swords. We have a separate web page that contains lots of information, including the draft strategy, but all the other background work that was carried out in advance of the strategy being published. We also have uh, boards up in our in the atrium of County Hall where people can have a walk round and have a look at have a look at the main projects. The documents are there to be uh, looked at as well in County Hall, and we'll be holding a webinar on the fifteenth of September. So if anybody wants to register to to join that, they can do so on the council website. And Roisin, how important is it for people to engage with the consultation process? It's fundamental for us to hear the views of the local people, the local businesses and the local community groups on swords. The purpose of this document is to produce a placemaking strategy focused on regeneration and compact sustainable development of swords. And the aim of this project is to identify a coordinated range of projects that we will then start to seek funding for and start to implement. It's essential that people take part, let us know what they think, so we have certainty that these projects are the right way forward for SWORDS. So I'm going to finish up with just one final question, um, and, and I'm going to ask you both it, um, and maybe Linda you go first, and, and that is, what does success look like? If, if I come back here in 10 or 20 years' time, what, what will SWORDS look like? Um, I'd, I'd love to see Swords um, looking like the type of place that people really want to live here, you know, um, that the weekends they come in to the main street and the environments around the main street to hang out, that not just the people in Swords find it an attractive place to look in, that, you know, 
further south in the city that people are jumping on the metro and heading here for a day out to hang out with friends or go to restaurants or you know um, and, and travel around sorts and look at all the you know fantastic things that are here to sort of enjoy and see whether it be the castle you know St Columbus Church or the Ward River Valley Park so I, I, I see it through the strategy and with the buy-in of the people of sorts huge opportunity here to sort of set sorts up as an exemplar town within Ireland itself and somewhere where people really want to live and be. Yeah, Linda has hit the nail on the head. You know, for me, it's to come to visit Swords in 20 years' time and see a real vibrant, busy, accessible town centre, a place that celebrates the town's town's heritage where we know about St Columba and, uh, you know, that encourages town centre living. And a lot of change will have to happen for that to happen. Can that be done? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's it for episode 20 of Inside Fingal. My thanks to Fingal County Council Senior Planner Roisin Burke and Senior Executive Engineer Linda Lally for joining us and giving us a great insight into the Sustainable Swords strategy. And remember, if you want to find out more information on the strategy, you can go to www.fingal.ie forward slash sustainable swords. If you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. And remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn and also at fingal.ie. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye and stay safe.